Welcome to Lainey Loves to Talk, where I chat about the shit that goes on in my journey as a digital entrepreneur. Welcome back to Lainey Loves to Talk. I am your host, Lainey Love, and this week's podcast is about unlocking your entrepreneurial spirit. Last week, I was such a grouch, and I was slightly discouraged. I wasn't feeling it. That was not me. I didn't stay there for long because I'm a proactive person, and I'm a firm believer in things like divine timing, and just sometimes you have to verbalize the grumpiness in order to see that you need an attitude change. (laughs) So I was perusing my favorite app, one that I use every single day, Libby, love Libby, and a book I had put on hold maybe about three months ago finally became available. I think it was a book recommendation by one of my favorite YouTubers, Ali Abdal, who is this productivity, I would definitely say expert. He is a junior doctor turned YouTuber turned productivity specialist and he just is growing his business he is making the right moves and whenever he recommends a book it's usually a good one so this book that I was waiting for was called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber and it's a book that I think every solo solopreneur or small business owner should read It's one of those books that helps you reframe your attitude towards your business and personal identity. So last week I was talking about how my system is broken and that networking really wasn't my forte and I have to really reevaluate how I want to approach improving my business. And this book kind of reminded me that there's still a lot of work I have to do on the back end of things of organizing my business, adding structure, and just more concrete ideas. I haven't updated my customer profile in a very long time. Also, what that customer journey looks like when they are interacting with me as a service provider. And this book really acknowledges that there are multiple personalities that are part of a business. And especially as a solo entrepreneur, you have all those personalities in you, but they are not all necessarily working together. Gerber starts the book by addressing the different type of personalities that you need to run your business. Most of us are kind of guilty of only focusing on one personality. So the three personalities that he discusses are the entrepreneur, the technician, and the manager. And if you let either of these personalities lead without working with the other two personalities, the business will fail. The entrepreneur is the one that always looks at the customer as an opportunity. The technician is kind of the grumpy personality that I had that came out last week. The technician kind of always sees the world as rarely letting them do what they want to do and that he's rarely appreciated or they're rarely appreciated for the type of work or efforts that they put in. And the biggest challenge with the technician is that the world always wants something from the technician that the technician doesn't always know how to give. And for me, that was like mind blowing because that's exactly 
what my issue was with not just networking, but also with how things are kind of working. I was always approaching the work that I was doing from a technical standpoint as opposed to an entrepreneurial standpoint. So it's even starting with how I articulate the work that I do. I'm not just a freelancer, consultant, digital developer. I'm an entrepreneur with online businesses. And reframing that is how I will be able to change my attitude towards what I do. The other way is by not letting the technician run my business. The technician is always looking at the minutia of the business, not the bigger picture. It's rarely that the technician is like the visionary, whereas the entrepreneur is the visionary, but might not be able to be the executioner. And with the third personality of the manager, the manager is, is trying to bring balance between the vision, visionary approach that the entrepreneur has and the actual technical side that the technician brings to the business. He gives some really great examples in the book, some stories about a baker having to speak to a woman who is a baker and she's a fantastic baker, but she's struggling with actually keeping her business afloat. And he mentions that the challenge is she's approaching her business as a baker as opposed to a business owner providing a product of baking. Gerber goes on to describe how we have to start separating our identities from our businesses, especially if we are small business owners or solo entrepreneurs, because they are two different things. Even if I might be the only employee of my business, I am not the only product of my business. My business is the product. I am not the product. And so approaching it from that standpoint and implementing the franchise model of business, which he says is the most successful approach to business anybody can have. Every single business that approaches it from a franchise approach, even if it's not a business that is planning to open up like 5,000 stores or something like this, it's approaching it as if you have 1,000 employees versus just one, because it's really difficult to reach 1,000 employees and to give them each individual instructions on how to do things he really recommends that you start creating like knowledge bases, these points of reference for every single task that needs to be executed. By doing that, you end up creating a really powerful system that you can focus on maintaining the system that helps produce the product rather than the individuals that are building the product for you. Oof, child, this is much simpler than I'm explaining as usual. <laughs> Basically, Gerber says, let the entrepreneur lead versus letting the technician lead because the technician will mess stuff up. Make sure you have a, like a lot of knowledge-based documents or reference documents. So there are fewer questions about what tasks have to be done to get the work done. The way he's articulating his goal for the book is to make it so that you don't actually have to do the work, that the product that you create does the work for itself. When you think about it as a freelancer or as a solopreneur, you're spending so much of your time answering questions from potential customers or clients. So something simple as making sure you have like a fact sheet or a questionnaire that a potential client fills out before it actually reaches you, that can eliminate so much work and make your product stronger. So many questions that I field are just from tire kickers. People who would just, you know, want to chat about business stuff. And that's really a poor use of my time, especially if it's not related to work that I do. 
it ends up going off on a tangent or something else, then I have to put in something in place that kind of eliminates that tire kicker type of personality from wasting my time. Also with creating the customer persona or the customer profile to make sure that you really know who your client is and the problem that you are solving for that particular client. This is, I mean, that's business kind of 101. But once you have established those fundamentals, then you can focus on like the customer journey. The customer journey from when they, for example, they find your site, they see the services that you provide and they want to acquire the services. So instead of just sending an email being like, hey, I'm interested in working with you, it's like on your site, you have a services portal and there it clarifies the work that you provide, types of services that you provide, then answers any kind of potential questions a customer or client might have. And then from there, if the client decides, okay, I wanna continue to work with you or to try to potentially work together, you have them fill out a questionnaire about the actual work that needs to be done. And these are all sort of like filtering points in your business that help your business run efficiently. And you don't actually have to be present for that part of your business to work. It just does. This is what I've got to focus more on. This is what I have guides and step one, step two, tons of checklists and templates produced for, for example, with podcasting and even with site updates and data analytics, all of that type of stuff. But I could improve the customer journey more from my side of business. With improving that customer journey more, it allows me, it will allow me to reach out to potential new clients without having to actually reach out to them. Improving my customer's journey will help me improve my business as a product. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, sometimes, you know, the words no come out. Very good. Hello. It was the timing of this book that kind of brought a lot of relief to my anxiety towards networking and kind of changing the way, the process and how I do things. I'm always looking to improve this book. Just, it was the timing and it, it lightened the mood a bit for me. Mentally cleared a lot of space in my mind. Because my business is not, it's not my life. It's a part of my life and it's supposed to serve my life. But right now it's dictating how my life is going. So we're not having my business and myself, we're not in a good space. After reading this book, I felt reassured the improvements that I want to make in how my business runs and executes the work will make my life feel a little bit lighter. I'm trying to be more predictable and effortless and profitable and how I run things right now that's not happening. I'm not as efficient as I'd like to be. I'm not as profitable as I'd like to be because when I spend too much time customizing certain tasks for every single client, that really makes things super inefficient. Even though I am in the services business, I am there to serve the client. I'm learning. I'm really constantly learning. I'm learning to evolve and think bigger because I was always a big picture thinker, but I had the tendency to get ahead of myself. So it's about improving, being a visionary, being somebody who is innovative. And I've demonstrated that I do have the innovation side, but that technician who thinks that they know how to do things better comes forward too often and 
messes stuff up. I'm definitely now aware of and it's something I want to improve. At the end of the day, the customer is the most important part of this whole venture. And if I burn my customers or don't garner new customers, I have to find other options that will not make me as satisfied as I am as a digital entrepreneur. And I don't want to do that right now. So I want to improve my structure in the way I do things and provide a better service for potential clients, but not at my personal expense. It's finding that nice little balance, that sweet spot, that's, that's the goal. So I'm pulling in the reins on the networking side of things and really focus on my operational side of my business. It's okay to standardize certain aspects of what you do. It's not going to take away from the creativity or visionary things. It's just going to eliminate the anxiety and stress that comes with being a small business owner. So the book that was referenced for this week, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber. Great read. Highly recommend if you're feeling grumpy or a bit whiny about your small business. Anyways, that was Lainey Loves to Talk. Again, I'm your host, Lainey Love. Thank you for joining me this week. I love that this is picking up a bit of momentum, that there are more people listening. And I really appreciate you. I really appreciate the time that you're taking to hear the thoughts and journey of a digital entrepreneur. And I'd love to see you guys back. So until next time. like what you've heard today on Laney Loves to Talk, check out lovelanielove.com for more content.